going to turn things back over to Mark Weber for hour three of this morning's edition of Garden Talk. Mark, good morning. I'm doing it. You're doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm asking people ask from, ask me questions at, at email me at mweber at weberlandscaping.com. You can also send me a question at gardentalkblog.com. I'm doing all that without telephone lines, even on a talk station. We can talk without a telephone line. Pretty amazing, isn't it? It is. <laughs> Getting resourceful for sure. That's all right. I'm very adaptable. I'm very adaptable. I'm like an iguana. I'm always going here and going there. <laughs> My wife is going to kill me when I get home. Um, in this hour of Garden Talk, we're going to talk to Duke Stockslager about some of the important things that we need to be doing to our annuals and perennial gardens this time of year to keep them looking great. Along with that as well, we are going to be taking your questions, and you can send me your questions at mweber at weberlandscaping.com. You can also go to gardentalkblog.com and type in your questions as well. I'll do my very best to help you. This hour, we're going to give away, no less, ladies and gentlemen, a $25 gift card to Knollwood Garden Center because they're gardeners like you and I. With what plan I am... Yes, we are going to do it without the telephone lines because we're going to have some fun. Right here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. You're on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend. Good, good Saturday morning to each and every one of you, and welcome to our number three of this legendary broadcast called Garden Talk with Mark Weber on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. For over 28 years, we have been on the radio helping you with your yard gardening and landscaping challenges, and I'd love to help you. If I can help you with your landscape in any way, shape, or form, you got a question about your trees a question about your lawn, a question about your annuals, your perennials, um, whatever that question may be, you can reach out to me two ways right now. The telephone lines are not working. I am sorry. I don't know what happened. I don't know. But you can reach out to me at mweber at weberlandscaping.com. That's my email. Or you can go to gardentalkblog.com. And I will be happy to take your questions off the chat room as well. We're going to do what plan I am number two shortly. But without further ado, up on the horticultural hotline, which is functional today, by the way. But you don't know that number except certain persons. <laughs> We're joined with Duke Stockslager from Stockslager's Greenhouse and Garden Center. Good morning, Mr. Duke. Well, Mark, a very fine good morning to you and to all of your listeners, and I just want to say the more successful you are in educating and helping your listeners, the more successful we are, and the Miami Valley, the Dayton area, we are so fortunate to have so many fine garden centers, yep. and this year is our 60th year. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Congratulations you know, to the whole family. I, I don't know about you, Mark, but I can remember my grandfather often saying, mm -hmm. the older I get, the quicker time goes. And here we are. The 4th of July is behind us. And June just kind of disappeared with the weather we had. And here we are. Plenty of time to do planting yet yeah. and work in the garden. Yep. It, it, it's fun. You talk all winter long, all season, <laughs> through the fall, all winter, getting people excited about spring and planting. Here we are. We're into it now. Yep, yep. And another thing is, Duke, even if you didn't get the chance to add some color, there's still time to add color. There's still enough season to get more beauty and color out of your landscape. In fact, in weather conditions like this, um, these plants, if given water, will grow rapidly. I mean, rapidly. In fact, like I talked this earlier this morning, 
I mean, my bananas are going bananas. My my cannons are going crazy. My 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 Meyer lemon is pushing off tons of new growth. My lemon, I've got an olive tree that I overwintered from last year, Duke. It's growing like beat the band. My majestic palm is more majestic than ever. You know, Duke, and the thing is, is my annuals out front. Oh, my gosh, my my verbenas are are, 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 are just pounding it out with color. Um, you know, it's and, and I've got some diplodinias dip, that are just like blooming like crazy. It's spectacular. They 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 love this heat. And I listened to you earlier, Mark, and what you were saying about your watering, watering early. Yeah. And especially in the garden, you mentioned drip tubes yep. and watering at the base of the plants, because along with this heat and humidity does come the possibilities for diseases to set in. And watering at the base of the plants really is a very good practice to have because when you're overhead watering, that's great early in the morning. You do that in the evenings and late at night, and they're going to set their damp all night with this humid mm -hmm. weather. And that's going to be the first, uh, first product that's going to allow some of the disease to come in. The flowers don't last nearly as long. So watering at the base, the soil level, getting the water to where we need it, to the roots of the plants. That's so important to keep your plants healthy and thriving through this heat and humidity. And you know, Duke, also, if you've got existing hanging baskets or even perennials in the landscape or annuals, Go through them about once a week and take out the spent blooms because that will regenerate that plant and cause it to bloom even more. And, 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 and you know, Duke, a lot of people kind of forget about that little best practice of deadheading. And that's, that's so true, Mark, because once these flowers are spent, get them off, no longer is the energy going into that blossom that's on its way out. You take that off, remove it, and now the new growth, the new flowers are going to get much more of that energy, and that's just going to make your plants so much uh, healthier and thriving with flowers and such. So that is a great practice to do. I do it uh, on a regular basis, and all of the plants that you mentioned, the diplodenia, they love this heat mm -hmm. and the sunshine. The, the verbena, the lantana, which in turn the butterflies enjoy quite oh, a bit. Yes. So we, we, we create in our backyards nature's landscape, and goodness, the hummingbirds have been coming. Black and blue salvia, great mm -hmm. plant to attract hummingbirds. And they we, we have one about three or four feet away from one of the tables on our deck, and Jenny and I will sit there in the evening and have our dinner and the hummingbirds they're used to us they just come around and visit all of the different flowers that we have available there so yep. it's uh it's fun we do need to be very concerned about getting nutrients back into yep. our plants especially this year yeah and this year we've had so many i mean the last time i checked i think we're 14 15 inches above normal in rainfall and um, a lot of our, our, our plants that we put in in the spring or even our perennials, I've had a lot of the nutrients washed away from their roots. So it's important to supplement. And one of the things that I always tell people is, is to use um, these slow-release uh, granulated fertilizers. Stay away from using liquid feeds because a lot of times you just increase the disease pressure. And most importantly, with this kind of heat could also burn the foliage. But using these slow-release products like Osmocote and others, every time that you water, those plants are going to be fed by, the, by those fertilizer pellets as well. And if you applied Osmocote back in late April, early May when you planted, keep in mind that there's two facts that cause those slow-release fertilizers to release, to break down. Mm -hmm. One is water, and the second is heat. And we want to be careful not to over-fertilize but it could be with all of the rain we've had and now this heat, the osmocote is spent and used up. So be careful. We don't want to overfeed, right. but pay attention that, oh, my plants just aren't kicking in as much as I think they should. So 
pay attention to that also with slow release. Uh, outstanding. Duke, as always, thank you so much for helping us out and making the show great. And uh, tell everybody where you guys' location is in your hours of operation today. Thank you, Mark. We are one mile west of New Lebanon, Ohio, on Route 35. We are here, what is it, 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, <laughs> 9 to 5, Saturday, and noon to 3 on Sundays. Perfect. Duke, have a great rest of your weekend. Tell your wife I said hi. Oh, I forgot to ask you the question about the potatoes. Did you hear our, our conversation today about my pots of potatoes? Yes, they're bursting at the seams. <laughs> so should I op- should I defy my wife's wishes and open up one of my pots and just pull a few potatoes out and tell her I went to the grocery store? Well, the only thing I can see there, Mark, is be careful. <laughs> you may prove her to be right. <laughs> <laughs> I told you so, Mark. Randy Tisher said well, I should just blame it on the dog. He says, just tell him the dog, tell him the dog knocked it over, and that's why the knocked it over. He knocked over the pot, and all the potatoes fell out. <laughs> yeah, I've learned from experience, Mark, that quite often my wife is right. Yes. And so, if you want to set yourself up, then go right ahead and uh, dig them out. I'm not going to. <laughs> I, I'm going to be very, very careful with the potato pots. Duke is always. I'm going to turn in next. I'm going to turn in next Saturday to to see if you uh, caved in and uh, and did that or not. I'm so not going stay to. Tuned. I trust you. I trust your opinion, Duke. You take. You Mark, t- you have a great day. Thank you very much. Take care now. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. Four five seven twelve ninety. If it works, if it doesn't, call me at. Uh, you can reach me at m weber at weberlandscaping.com. Also go to GardenTalkBlog.com. We have a chat box in there that you can chat and tell us your gardening questions. I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about some other important topics. John Scott from Knollwood joins us at the bottom of this uh, hour as well. We're going to do What Plan I Am shortly with your opportunity to win a $25 gift card to Knollwood Garden Center because they're gardeners like you and I. This is Garden Talk with Mark Weber on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Looking for a great part-time job? Delivery routes are available now and you can make up to $1,000 extra cash a month. If you're an early riser, have your own transportation, and a valid license with proof of insurance, you could take on a delivery route now. Call now to apply, 937-225-0582, 937-225-0582. You must be 18 and we're an equal opportunity employer, 937-225-0582. This is Deborah Gross inviting you to join us on Monday, July 15th at the beautiful Dayton Country Club for our 10th annual golf outing. We have great prizes and lunch after golf is also included. Don't miss the fun at Dayton's premier golf outing. Sign up you or your foursome today at DaytonDefense.org. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. You know, at one point, you know, it felt like the whole house was shaking, and I assume that's when our roof got ripped off. Through the storm. You need to be in your safe spot now. Through the aftermath. It's just debris everywhere. And through the recovery. He was, you know, of course crying and, you know, kind of traumatized. And here later, he keeps asking about our home and everything. So we told him, uh, it got knocked down, but everything's going to be okay. We've gone through it all together. Together. Unbelievable damage, Larry. And we will continue to get through it together. You looked upstairs and you noticed uh, the bedrooms where uh, your uh, sons were at before you took them downstairs. And it'd be awfully scary thought when you saw what, uh, the destruction that went through. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Dayton Strong. As an organ donor, your story doesn't have to end. The good in you can live on. In fact, you could save up to eight lives with your gifts. Your heart could keep beating. Your kidneys could keep filtering. And your intestines could keep on digesting for others. And that's not all. You can improve the lives of 50 more people as an eye and tissue donor, restoring sight and health. 
And you're not just helping out the person receiving the transplant. You're touching whole families with your life-saving gift. Register in minutes. Just go to organdonor.gov. You'll be happy you did. And just maybe, someone else will be happy too. Sign up today. Go to organdonor.gov. It saves lives. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. This week, as you celebrate the birthday of our country, we're monitoring news, weather, and traffic for you, providing updates around the clock. Right here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Okay, everybody, good morning, and uh, we're hoping you're having a great uh, Saturday. Our telephone lines are not operational, so... If you've got a gardening question um, or you need a little help with a topic, give me an email at mweber at weberlandscaping.com. You can also message me in the Garden Talk blog chat room where we have a chat function where you can type in that. And we're going to do what plan I am shortly. But first, let's check out the updated weather forecast from New Center 7. Another hot and humid day today. We're starting off with temperatures in the low 70s. Climb to a high temperature of 86 degrees, partly to mostly cloudy skies. Scattered showers and storms will develop in the afternoon. Those last into the early evening hours as well. And we can see a strong storm there. Humidity is going to fall as we go into the overnight hours and into tomorrow as well. Mainly dry on Sunday. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows um, no rain activity. We are slowly but surely um, going up in the thermometer department, though. We're right now 78 degrees up at the airport, 79 in Springboro, 77, 78 in the Xenia Springfield area. Um, and it's going to be a warm one today. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk for 28-plus years, this is 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. This is Garden Talk with Mark Weber. Our telephone lines are not functional today, so... You can email me your questions at mweber at weberlandscaping.com or go to gardentalkblog.com and uh, we'll be happy to answer your questions as well. I'm going to go ahead and give you the clues to what plant I am, number two. And if you know the answer to this, there's a $25 gift card to Knollwood Garden Center because they're gardeners like you and I. Um, on the auction block here this this hour of Garden Talk. And if you know the answer, email me at mweber at weberlandscaping.com or a, you can also message me at gardentalkblog.com. Here are the clues. I am a handsome, gorgeous, memorable shrub. I produce these long white flowers that are clusters in mid and mid mid June to early July. I'm a useful as an understory planting in the woodland garden. I can be used as a specimen plant or in the shrub border. I have the most wonderful, coarse textured dark green compound leaves that turn a rich buttery yellow in the fall. I am a large shrub that tends to grow by suckering over time. And I will grow twice as wide as tall. That's a clue. <laughs> I am native to the rich woodland areas of Alabama, Georgia, and northern Florida. It's an important clue again. However, I am winter hardy all the way to zones five. So I can grow here. Javon. Rabbits and deer won't eat me. And I do form pear-shaped nuts. So what plant am I for number two for today's show with a $25 gift card to Knollwood at stake? If you know the answer, um, send me a message at gardentalkblog.com with the answer. Or send me an email at mweber at weberlandscaping.com. 
If you know what I am, again, I am a handsome shrub that has memorable, long, fluffy white flower clusters in summer. Mine is in full bloom right now, and it is absolutely gorgeous. I am a useful understory planting in the woodland garden. I can be used as a specimen plant. I can also be used in the shrub border. I produce the most wonderful coarse-textured compound leaves. My leaves are handsome right now. But in the fall, I become even more beautiful because my yellow flower, my green leaves turn buttery yellow. But I can grow large. And I can grow literally twice as wide as tall. And some people sometimes confuse me with a tree. A certain tree. Hmm. I am a native to rich woodland areas in Alabama, Georgia, northern Florida. And however, I grow and thrive well in Ohio. And I can be planted all the way to the north up to zone five. Rabbits, deer, they won't eat me. They don't like me. I don't taste good. But I look, can look beautiful in your garden. I do form a pear-shaped set of nuts. Do you know what I am? Message me at gardentalkblog.com or send me an email at mweber at weberlandscaping.com. Just got a question from Eric. Eric says, Mark, love listening to your show. My wife and I purchased our house a little over two years ago. The previous owner did not perform any type of weed maintenance as far as we can tell. We had lots and lots of crabgrass and wild violets, among others. The crabgrass has finally, well, it's taken over, but the wild violets are still hanging around. I did some research online and found that I could should use uh, a spray with 240, which I found most available in most local home stores. I, I tried a couple different brands, but both in the spring and the fall and re, re, and re, and respraying after a couple weeks, according to the instructions in the container, using a hand sprayer following each time. Each sprayer appears to knock back the wild violets, but it didn't get rid of them. What can I do? Well, keep in mind that wild violet is a very difficult plant to control. And in many cases, Eric, it's a plant that the best way to control it is to have a very aggressive growing lawn and and becoming less reliant on herbicides. What I would recommend is doing a soil test, seeing where you are nutrient-wise and feeding your lawn appropriately. Raise the height of your mower and get that lawn as much natural full sun as possible. And in the shady areas, let that become shade gardens and where the violets are, Try to let those become shade areas and grow grow the grass in full sun areas. We'll be back with more Garden Talk after this on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 830. I'm Jonah Adi with the WHIO News Update, our top story we're following this weekend. We are looking into the investigation into a shooting on 3rd Street that left a man in serious condition. Plus, a woman is touched inappropriately at a Dayton gas station and California reeling over two, two earthquakes this week. We're tracking another round of storms today. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic is looking all clear at this time. We're not seeing any major accidents out there that's going to cause you any trouble on those roadways. And it is our top story in Dayton. Detectives need your help to find suspects in the shooting of a man on West 3rd Street and Crown Avenue Friday morning. Dispatchers sent police and paramedics here while asking the 911 caller for more details about the attacker. But you didn't see the person who shot him? 
on up because they were just had a car that shot out through the car. That's WHIO's Mike Campbell, who says 36-year-old Michael Crockett is in serious condition from two gunshot wounds. Anyone with information is asked to call Crime Stoppers at 222-STOP. A man is in custody and accused of inappropriately touching a woman at the Sunoco on the corner of Wayne and Wyoming on Friday. That's an area where locals like Sandra Wolf say they can be dangerous after dark. Someone a year ago tried to carjack me right here in this spot. But I got away. And now she's even more hesitant after Dayton police arrested Simon Nagais for assault and gross sexual imposition outside the store. WHIO's Monica Castro says Nagais will be arraigned on Monday. The gas station's manager will be giving surveillance footage of that incident to the cops. Now to Southern California, where the U.S. Geological Survey recorded a 7.1 magnitude earthquake Friday night. This comes just a day after 6.4 magnitude earthquake hit the area that resulted in some serious damage in place. Uh, we have significant reports of fires, uh, structure fires, mostly uh, as a result of uh, gas leaks or gas line breaks. That's Mark Giladucci, director of the California Governor's Office of Emergency Services. This is the strongest quake to hit this area in over 20 years. Let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable forecast with meteorologist Jesse Mag. Warm and muggy once again this morning with temperatures starting in the low 70s as we make our way throughout the day. High temperature up to 86 degrees, scattered showers and storms developing in the afternoon and lasting into the early evening. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar looking all clear. A nice sunny start to our morning, but warm and muggy again today. It's 75 degrees in Troy, seeing 77 in Springfield, 78 in Xenia, and in Dayton at 833. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. Hi folks, it's me again, and I'm cooking in the sun just like you are. But you know, you can still plant those trees and shrubs right now, and with proper watering, still gain a full summer's growth. We keep our garden center fully stocked all summer long with thousands of good, healthy trees, shrubs, evergreens, perennials, and annuals, because we know that some folks just can't get it all done in the spring. Also this time of year, there are lots of bargains all over our six-acre nursery and greenhouses. We have potted rose bushes as low as $14.95, plats of annuals starting at $12.95, and hanging baskets as low as $6.95. We still have a great selection of Rose of Sharon, Boxwoods, Hydrangeas, and Barberry. So come out to 1309 Brant Pike, and remember we're open seven days. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are a few of the things many of us take for granted. Yet for many United States military veterans, finding and affording oral health care is a challenge. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. Will you volunteer to help people like Richard, a U.S. Naval veteran who suffered severe PTSD after his service? He was left homeless for a period of time and his oral and overall health are suffering. Because of congressional limitations, the VA can't provide the dental help he needs. Through our Will You See One Vet program, we focus on helping U.S. military veterans like Richard. Now we are seeking more general dentists and specialists to donate treatment to at least one veteran with special needs. When you volunteer with DLN's program to see one vet, we handle the details so you can focus on the care. If you are a dentist or know a dentist, please share this message and help us make a difference in the life of a veteran in need. Visit WillYouSeeOneVet.org to learn more. That's WillYouSeeOneVet.org. This is Clark Howard here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Own a Google Nest device? When you get home, tell Google to play WHIO Radio. Let's spend time to take a walk through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Norwood Garden Center and Landscape on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Good morning, Mr. John Scott. Good morning, Mr. Mark. How are you? We are forging ahead without phone lines. <laughs> oh, really? Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, hey, you know, sometimes a break from technology is not a bad thing. Thank so. God we've got computers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and did, did you get a chance to look at my, my blog? I, am, I, have, I have read it in great detail. And, you know, I'm glad you brought this, brought this up because, you know, a lot of people are, are complaining about the heat. 
And, you know, there's a lot of plans that absolutely kick into full gear when it gets this hot. Like I talked this earlier this morning about how my basil has gone bonkers and my my palms have gone frawny and and my my olive tree has gone. I'll I'll I don't know what word I want to use, but it's gone crazy. (laughs) And, you know, and I've got bananas in my, you know, I plant bananas, John, because I just love the big leaves. And that's still gone. They're producing a leaf a day. I mean, they had to boom and boom and growing, and my cannons are exploding out of the garden. But these groups of plants that you're going to talk about like the heat, too. Tell us about it, John. Well, you know, this time of year, and timing is everything. So the flower that we're talking about is the flowering annual vinca. And I stress the word flowering annual vinca because you and I both know when you say the word vinca, it can connotate so many different different species of mm-hmm. so but this, the annual flowering vinca is just great at this time of year because it likes it hot it likes it dry um, it's number one annual used in the state of texas if that tells you anything and we've been using the titan series which is your standard upright vinca uh, typically been grown anywhere from 14 18 inches tall and wide and it's been just a, a proven plant for years well then the industry decided that hey this one's doing so well let's try to get some of different species, different varieties of it. And uh, so it's turned into really my favorite summer hanging basket is the trailing vinca, which is either the Mediterranean variety or the Cora Cascade variety. And uh, those guys, they just trail and bloom all summer. Mm-hmm. beauty of it is they don't want a lot of water, so you only have to water them, you know, every other day, even in the heat quite frequently. And they just continue to bloom and bloom and bloom. So it's, it's just a plant that you can put in the yard at this time of year that you know is loving the heat, it's right. loving the dryness, and it's doing its job. And you know, it's kind of funny, John, is, is the temperature has gone up, and I try to plant things in my landscape for color that I know aren't going to need a lot of water. That's why I choose yep. things like verbena, and that's why I choose diplodenia, and I use the begonias, particularly the wax leaf begonias, and I, and I try to pick those types of plants because I know that they thrive when it gets this hot. And I know that yeah. their performance is going to be through the through the freaking roof. And vinca, in my mind, the, the annual vinca, it falls within that group of plants. And I think it has, in my, my humble opinion, when it comes to foliage, I think the foliage of vinca is far above what you see with a typical impatient. Well, it's got that deep, dark, glossy leaf, right? and that's one of the reasons why it's so heat and drought resistant. You know, it's got that wax layer that helps protect it from the sun and helps retain moisture right? Uh, so that it doesn't dry out. And it's just a neat leaf. Mark, did you see the, the last picture, the bottom one? There's a, a new series of Vinca that came out last year, and it's, and it's called Swari Kauai. Uh, and it's a little miniature, little miniature Vinca. It only grows about, you know, we're lucky to get it 8 to 10 inches, and and 10 to inches, uh, 10 to 12 inches wide, but sort of a little cute miniature variety with a spoon-like bloom. And that was the hit last year. And it's just a cute little vinca plant. And so many times customers ask us, well, I want to put something in a little six-inch pot on my on my patio where it gets a fair amount of light. Right. You know, what can I use that's not going to dry out? And, and you can't do a lot of things. In a small pot, not much, not much soil mass, doesn't hold much moisture, what's not going to dry out? And that little soiree is just one of the key plants for that because – it doesn't need a lot of moisture because it stays small. It doesn't need a lot of moisture because it's a vinca. So that is one of the best choices if you've got a couple little six-inch pots, four-and-a-half-inch pots that you like to grow something small on your, your porch or patio. It's one of the perfect picks for that. Well, perfect what, picks. I like that. And, and you know what else, John? If you want to dress up your front, if you, if you don't want to put a lot of flowers in your landscape, at least put a couple pots by your front door uh, these vincas would be outstanding for that application by your front door that would give you a, a great burst of color without a lot of watering requirements. Um, I can't think of a better group of plants, for particularly in hot July and August, to give you that kind of color. John Scott, your hours of operation today at Knollwood are? Let's see. We are Saturday 9 to 6, Sundays 11 to 5. And like I said, uh, with the weather and everything, uh, it, it's really interesting this year. Like you said, with the weather, the third crop of annuals, which is grown for July, is one of the nicest crops because it was cool and mm-hmm. so what earlier when that crop was growing. So 
folks, whether it's Knollwood, whether it's any of the other local garden centers, I think this is a year where if you still want to garden, you're going to find some very quality material at all of our garden centers because the year has been perfect for growing. So, John, should I go open up that pot of potatoes? The one that you're growing? Yeah. I mean, my wife tells me I have yeah. to wait. Should I Should I defy my wife's orders? And yes. I should. I sh- I yes. sh- yeah. You want to get me in trouble? You and I both know... You and I both know the bounty that's in that pot and the taste that's in that pot compared to a store-bought potato, even if they're not to full size, even if you just have to cut them up, slice them up, and fry them in a pan, it's worth breaking into that pot. Well, Rich Pearson and says— I don't, to, I don't have to face Kim like you do, so, you know, I can say that. <laughs> so if you had your choice between opening up the pot of the blue potatoes, the purple potatoes, the red potatoes— the red potatoes with yellow flesh. Which were the four pots would you open up, John Scott? I would go with the red potatoes. Yes. <laughs> just because I don't expect as large of a growth rate on them. And they're just as sweet as can be, whether they're steamed, whether they're put in oil with a little <laughs> onion and a little butter and cooked in the oven. That's and, and Mark, I'm I'm standing in front of a I'm standing in front of a bath pond right now. We're gonna catch a bunch of bluegill and fry them up today. Oh good. Your, your red potatoes. Oh, they'd be good. Bluegill would be the perfect dinner. Uh, <laughs> Get in the car, drive two and a half hours, and bring the potatoes. I'll supply the fish. Okay, you got deal. John Scott from Lowell, you have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. We'll see you. Take care. Happy fishing. <laughs> You've been through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Norwood Garden Center and Landscape. The Garden Talk phone lines are open. Call the garden guru, Mark Weber, at 457-1290 on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a $25 gift card to Norwood at stake if you know what plan I am. Our telephone lines are not functional. But uh, I am adaptable. So you can, if you know the answer to what plan I am, you can message me at gardentalkblog.com or send me an email. And my email address is M, is it Mark? M Weber, W E B B E R, two B's, at weberlandscaping.com. M Weber at weberlandscaping.com. I'll give you the clues. All right, here we go. Plant what plant I am number two for today's program with a twenty-five dollar gift card to Nolwood available. If you get the answer right, if you do, you are a gardener like we all are. I am a handsome, gorgeous, memorable shrub. I produce these memorable, long, fluffy white flower clusters in summer. And I will tell you what, in my garden, I am I'm simply stunning right now. I'm useful as an understory plant. In fact, I use mine on the edge of my one of my groves of trees. And the reason I put me there is because I get to watch the hummingbirds work my flowers. And by the way, I can be used as a specimen plant. <clears throat> I can be used as a shrub border. I produce this incredible foliage display. My leaves are super, super, super dark green, but they're compound leaves. And they're neatly compound leaves. And in the fall, these rich blue-green leaves that are coarse textured turn to a buttery rich yellow in the fall that even makes me more gorgeous. And in the winter, my buds are handsome like the color of mahogany. They're kind of sticky on the outside in the winter months, which makes me more handsome. And as time goes along, I get as twice as wide as I get tall. It's right. I get twice as wide as I get tall. And sometimes I'm confused with the tree. I am native to the rich woodlands of Alabama, Georgia, and Northern Florida. And I am, however, I can grow in Ohio because I am winter hardy all the way to zone five. Now, by the way, rabbits won't eat me. Deer won't eat me. I do form a pair of two. I do form pear shaped nuts. Do you know what plant I am? 
You can message me at gardentalkblog.com. You can also send me an email at mweber at weberlandscaping.com. And uh, let's see if you get it right. By the way, Sarah answered a question. She says, Mark, is it the oak leaf hydrangea? And sorry, Sarah, it's not. mweber at weberlandscaping.com. If you know what plant I am, more Garden Talk will continue after this on AM 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups. Depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. This summer, hit the road with great savings at Grismer. Now through July 8th, buy four eligible Firestone tires and get $100 back by mail on a Firestone Visa prepaid gift card. Also take advantage of the Firestone Buy and Try 90-day guarantee. As always, get four free oil changes with the purchase of any four new tires, lifetime balancing and rotation included. So hit the road with savings on four new Firestone tires and get $100 back by mail on a Firestone Visa prepaid gift card. Visit GrismerTire.com. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. When I woke up, I couldn't speak or walk. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 182 over 100, and I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest, and then a stroke. Everything changed. It felt like my life was over. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from invisible or silent. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. If I would have followed a treatment plan, I would not be in this situation. 180 over 110, and I had a stroke. And I'm 33, so I never see this coming. If you've come off your treatment plan, get back on it, or talk with your doctor to create an exercise, diet, and medication plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. I had to tell everything's changed. I had to tell. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. And I'm Clark Howard. We here at WHIO are actively working to keep your family safe. Safe from scams. If I don't hear a call from you, we will have to issue an arrest warrant under your name. And safe from severe weather. We have Storm Center 7 meteorologist McCall Vrydix in the studios with us. You can depend on 1290 and 95.7. WHIO. 11-year-old Mehdi lives in Ethiopia in extreme poverty. Like every child, Mehdi is a world of possibilities. But the world tells her she has no value, no voice, no future. It doesn't have to be this way. Child Fund works in 25 countries to ensure that millions of children like Mehdi grow up healthy, educated, self-sufficient, and safe. They know they have value, a voice, a future. Learn more at childfund.org. Wonder if you should get tested for colorectal cancer? Well, it's the second leading cancer killer in the U.S. And screening helps prevent it. So if you're 50 or older, it's time. Even if it doesn't run in your family. Most often, colorectal cancer occurs in people with no family history. And it doesn't always cause symptoms, especially early on. So don't wait for symptoms to get tested. Screening helps prevent the disease by finding precancerous polyps so they can be removed. Remove the polyp, prevent the cancer. Screening also helps find colorectal cancer early when treatment works best. You might be thinking, oh no, not that test. But here's the thing, you have options. There's more than one screening test. Talk to your doctor to find the one that's right for you. No more excuses. If you're over 50, get tested because colorectal cancer screening really does save lives. A message from HHS and CDC's Screen for Life campaign. Before, during. You need to be in your safe spot now. And after the Memorial Day tornadoes. It's just debris everywhere. We've been here for you. Unbelievable damage, Larry. Keeping you and your family safe and informed. Here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Good morning, each and every one of you. And uh, if you know what plant I am, you can email me at mweber at weberlandscaping.com. I'll give you the clues real quick before we do the weather. I am a handsome shrub. 
that's memorable in many ways, one of which is my long, white, spiky, white flowers this time of year. In fact, my flowers are incredible. I think mine in my, in my garden right now are almost 18 to 24 inches in length. It is a handsome shrub. I can be used as a woodland in the woodland garden. I can be used as an individual specimen. I can be used in the shrub border. I have the most incredible coarse textured compound dark green compound leaves that turn rich buttery yellow in the fall. And I mean, it is gorgeous. I'm a large shrub and I tend to grow by suckering and I will grow twice as wide as I grow tall. And I'm often confused with my tree cousins. I am a native to the rich woodland areas of Alabama, Georgia, and Northern Florida. And I am hardy to zone five, which means I can grow here without any problem whatsoever. And by the way, rabbits and deer won't eat me. So what could I be? And by the way, I do form a set of pear-shaped nuts. So what plan am I? M. Weber at WeberLandscaping.com. If you know the answer, um, and the email box is filling up. <laughs> or you can message me at GardenTalkBlog.com. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from our friend Jesse Mack. Another hot and humid day today. We're starting off with temperatures in the low 70s. Climb to a high temperature of 86 degrees, partly to mostly cloudy skies. Scattered showers and storms will develop in the afternoon. Those last into the early evening hours as well. And we can see a strong storm there. Humidity is going to fall as we go into the overnight hours and into tomorrow as well. Mainly dry on Sunday. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows no rain activity whatsoever. We've got clear skies. We're almost 80 degrees in downtown Dayton, 78 up at the airport, 77 in Eaton, 79 in Hamilton. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, this is 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Thanks for listening today, and thanks for being part of today's broadcast. I will tell you, for 28 years, I have gotten up very early on Saturday mornings and made the uh, drive into this station, and uh, I... um, I'm having probably as much fun today as I did 28 years ago, and probably more so. Um, I love to teach, and I love to share, and most importantly, I love to improve the world in which you live in and to improve it for future generations to come. I apologize for the the telephone lines not working today. (laughs) They have not worked, but Mark has persevered in the best manner possible. And uh, I hope that along the way we've given you some great insight on how to have a better garden in 2019 and beyond. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to do it overnight, and you will do it one one plan at a time and one day at a time. But what it will do to your life, it will enrich it in levels that you have never, ever experienced. Gardening, ladies and gentlemen, is truly a great way to enjoy life. Greg uh, wrote me an email and he says, Mark, um, I planted some Ohio Buckeyes last fall that they came up They're in six inch pots. What should I do with them next? Well, Greg, the real important thing is, is now once they're in those pots, we need to start thinking about moving them into the guard where we're going to for their final planting place. We don't want them to stay in the pots too long because their roots may be altered or shaped. So, here, once they've lost their leaves this fall, then we can go ahead and plant them into their new spot in the landscape. And just remember when they pop them out of the pots, if any of those roots are wrapping in the direction of the pot or encircling, you want to go ahead and cut those, loosen them up, and plant them at about the same depth they are in the pot into their new place and probably protect them against any animals that may show up. Also today we did what plant I am number two and I talked a little bit about how I was a handsome shrub with memorable long white flowers 
it blooms in summer like like now and I'm useful as an understory planting um, and in the woodland garden I can also be used as a specimen plant my flowers I, I also have these really great leaves they're very coarse textured very dark green and they're a compound leaf and in the fall they turn buttery yellow and um, I will tell you that when you see me in the landscape um, I am handsome and I'm, I'm also very hard to find in many cases. I'm, I'm not very well propagated or grown in the nursery business, but those of us who have me um, love me. And I'm native to Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. However, I am hardy to zone five, which means I can grow here. Rabbits and deer won't eat me. And I do form a pear-shaped nut that uh, is very characteristic. And you may be confused with a sports team by me. And Javon, the winner today was Mike Porto. Mike is the winner because the answer was the bottleneck brush buckeye. And it is a very handsome shrub. And I will put to you this way. If you have the privilege to visit a landscape that has this particular plant, it is breathtaking on every, every level. Mine at my house is... Just spectacular. It's been fun to watch. The hummingbirds have, have just having a blast um, pulling the, the nectar uh, out of these flowers. And it seems like the hotter the days have gotten of recent, the longer the flowers have gotten, the more handsome the foliage is as well. Well, folks, I believe we're about out of time. And I want to especially thank Javon for putting up with me for the last three hours. <laughs> Even though we had no telephone calls except our special guests. And uh, I think I, I I rose to the occasion and helped a lot of people along the way. Um, don't forget that you can also listen to podcasts of Garden Talk by the radio's uh, podcast section. Uh, I encourage you to download those. They're great entertainment. You'll get to learn a lot of things if you don't have time to listen to the live versions. And we will be back next week, hopefully with the telephone lines working. Hallelujah. And, um, and I hope that uh, you'll tune in, and I hope that uh, we've helped you today. Um, don't forget, during the week, you can always reach out to me at my business, which is Mark Weber's Landscaping Company. You can learn a lot about our company at www.weberlandscaping.com. And, of course, Weber's with two Bs. Always feel free to email me at mweber at weberlandscaping.com as I always do respond and guide you and help you with whatever your questions may be. And remember the very words that I spoke some 28 plus years ago on this very microphone on a very similarly hot July day. And it is so very, very true as well. And these words are simply put like this. Gardening, my friends, is a great quest. It's a great quest in life. It's a wonderful way to enjoy the blessed earth in which the good Lord has made. Please, my friends, get out there, do some gardening, but be sure the gardening that you always do, of course, is happy gardening. On 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.